breaking news from The Athletic. This is Tim McMaster and Lindsay Adler from The Athletic. The Yankees have agreed on a six-year, $90 million deal to bring DJ LeMahieu back to the Bronx. No surprise there. He was one of their main targets throughout this offseason. But, Lindsay, how important is LeMahieu just to the Yankees overall going forward in 2021? DJ is important to them in a number of different ways. Um, he obviously has just been very consistent for them. He's, you know, he's... He's your real tough um, guy who's really been just so reliable for them. And he he gives them a high contact option in their, you know, lineup that can tend to be pretty swing and miss heavy when when everyone's yeah. when everyone's healthy. Um, and so it just changes it changes the way they're all pitched to, you know, he's a great he's a great leadoff hitter in front of guys like Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, and he wears the pitcher down. He shows, you know, he he can get pitchers to show a lot of their pitches to the guys coming up behind him. And really, he's he's a very he's a very strong veteran presence in the clubhouse, and it's and it's in a very DJ way. He's not he's not much of a vocal leader, but his teammates have talked about just watching the way that he goes about his work, watching his routine, really. It's very clear that a lot of the guys like Labor Torres and Luke Voigt, they really look up to him. Um, Tyler Wade as well. They really look at how DJ um, sets up his routine and does things. And it's, and it's clear that there's a lot of admiration for him there. And former Rockies manager, Bud Black, once described to me, DJ to me as, not being low maintenance, but no maintenance. So he, so he contributes on the field. He helps them in, in the clubhouse and helps the younger players sort of in their development and he's manager's dream. So pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah, the, exactly the guy that every team wants in their clubhouse <laughs> yes. for sure. And he seemed like, you know, from day one with the Yankees, he was kind of a nice fit there. Um, so the length of the contract is interesting. I mean, he's going to be 33 next season. It's a six-year deal. So the back end of that, he's in his late 30s. Um, but the price was what he wanted, I think, in the $90 million range. So how does this work out for kind of both parties? This contract structure would be pretty surprising to me in about any other uh, circumstance. But I don't know, a, a lower annual average value and a longer contract length, like it, it's unsurprising to me that this is how it worked out. It gives gives the Yankees what they are looking for, which is financial flexibility as they have a lot of obviously huge contracts on the payroll. And so the 15 million um, average annual value really allows them to work a little bit more under the um, luxury tax threshold, which it's clear they are trying to be under this year and likely in the future. Um, and for DJ, I I don't know if he was specifically seeking a higher annual average value and it just wound up being spread out over six years, but I'm not sure that that was his priority he's really been looking for stability he tried or he wanted an extension from the Rockies before the Rockies decided to go a different way um, he wanted to work out an extension with the Yankees last spring the Yankees sort of punted on that and which led them to this position and 
So I think DJ is just tired of thinking about where he has to play. You know, he's he's older. Um, he he just sort of wants the consistency. He wants to win, and I would guess that he's he will probably be pretty relieved if he just doesn't have to doesn't have to think about um, team contract politics like this toward <laughs> the end of his career. Yeah, this is probably the last big one, at least that's for sure. Um, yeah. So. Pitchers and catchers are quickly approaching. It's about a month away if everything stays on track um, with the virus and everything, obviously. Um, but what's left for this Yankees team to do now that they this felt like the first domino, right? They had to take care of this first, and now they can turn their attention elsewhere. Yeah, I mean, the Yankees said that signing DJ was their priority. That was the first thing that they were going to resolve, and it took 10, 11 weeks, and, and they really held to it. So I think now they have... They have some flexibility in their apparent intended budget to sign a you know mid rotation starting pitcher, someone like Corey Kluber, who is likely to be on a on a one year deal, has a has a high upside but has diminished value. Someone like that works really well. I think Masahiro Tanaka, who I think made eighteen or nineteen million last year at the end of his seven year contract um he would also be a good option because i would guess he would be closer to the i don't know 13 14 range maybe and so they can find maybe that's high maybe that's low but if they can add to the rotation and then potentially bolster the bullpen after that then that gets them basically back to where they were last year which might be unsatisfying for Yankees fans, but the 2020 team was projected to be very, very good. So um, sort of getting back to the position they were in last spring um, is, is not the worst fate for them by any means. Yeah, and you hope things break the other way, injury-wise and everything else, and they're actually yes. as good as they were supposed to be a year ago. All right. Yes. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics New Headlines section for much more on this story. And, of course, you can join The Athletic and get all of Lindsay's great writing. Go to theathletic.com slash headline pod. You can join right now for just three ninety nine per month. 